Does your broker tell you they're managing your retirement money on a daily basis? Really? So when they're on vacation, how does that work? Do they have computers doing their job for them? Is that reliable money management? Is it time you learned how to have reliable retirement income, keeping your principal, and protect your gains with a higher income strategy? That's why to tune in to the Total Financial Hour with host Eric Hallaby, Sundays at 11 a.m. Learn about your financial power on the Total Financial Hour, Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM870, The Answer. The Total Financial Hour, featuring Arif Halaby, president of Total Financial Solutions, designing higher income strategies with a conservative approach, protecting your principal and your earnings while getting you reasonable gains and reliable income, making you confident of your retirement income planning. Arif Halaby has your answer. Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Hallaby, Total Financial Solutions, President and CEO. My job is to help you kind of learn the financial world. A lot of things that you're supposed to learn about in high school and college. Remember that? When they said, oh, by the way, you're supposed to be that guy or gal that uh, is going to grow up and be financially independent, be wealthy, be successful, most likely to succeed. Yeah, except they forgot to teach you about getting out of debt, managing money, and planning for your retirement because they start you off with those credit cards when you walk through the college campus, right? Get the t-shirt, come and get the Frisbee, sign up for this free credit card. You're like, free? I'll take free. Who doesn't want free? Yeah, give it to me. But what people don't realize is that, quote, free comes with a credit card statement that just doesn't seem to ever end. And what ends up happening when you are uh, somebody who's trying to, to build your financial life is you, they just never teach you how to do it. They never teach you the idea of getting out of debt. They never teach you to never get into debt. In fact, it's interesting. When you grow up and you now become an adult and you're somebody who is figuring it out, figuring out how to and trying to and to build and all of those things, your, your financial life suddenly what happens is you wake up one day and you're broke. You wake up one day and you say, how did I end up with $50,000 in credit card debt? How did I end up with saving 360000 in my savings account at work? Is it enough? Is it enough? Should I save more? Wait, wait. What do you mean I trusted? I trusted my employer to provide for my retirement. I know it's going to be a little controversial for you today, and so we're going to get into a lot of amazing things, especially because this is going to shock some of you. It's going to rock your world of what you thought was normal, because so many of you think that, that the employer's job is to take care of your health care. Your employer's job, who makes widgets, builds cars, uh, is an educator, school, their job is to also take care of your retirement. You're like, but, but wait a second, I thought you build widgets. I thought you build cars or build computers. You're now supposed to be good at retirement. Look, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you say, no, 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 you know what, you guys? You're you're pretty good at that. That's great. You do you do what you do well. But I'm I'm going to kind of learn my own way. I'm going to go to a place where there isn't a hidden agenda. Here's some of the bad news. Ready? Ready for this? March and April of 2017, California utility companies gave away free electricity because we had too much solar energy. You weren't using enough electricity. So we tried to sell it to other folks in the 49, uh, or actually minus one and two, I want to say at least 48 states. But you know, Texas is on its own power grid. Did you know that? Texas does not integrate with the rest of the world. In other words, if we produce more electricity here, it is feasible that it could actually power a place in New York or a place in Kansas City. It could empower... Uh, organizations to do more good in the world by giving electricity to Indian reservations, right? If we produce more power here, but in March and April of 2017, there was more electricity produced than we could use and nobody wanted to buy it. So we gave it away. We just said, okay, here it is. Folks, the total financial hour on AM 870, The Answer. I'm Arif Halaby. You want to give us a call at 866-870-5752. 
866-870-5752. I'm going to give you a list of things that I think the state of California has done that has impacted or will impact your retirement. And I'm going to cover something that I want you to watch out for. There's a financial uh, person out there in our midst who is sly like a fox, folks. Creative and sneaky. Licensed, suspended for five years. Just in July was able to come back out and do it. And now uh, believes that the right answer is to say everybody else is bad. What I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you check it out. I'm going to show you how to research, find out if an advisor or financial person or professional, investment advisor, uh, 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 insurance professional, retirement plan, anybody, I'm going to show you how you find it out. You think it's just Google. It isn't. It's a little bit more than that. All right? So you can be careful and watch yourself. Big part of this is to make sure that your financial life is protected. All right. Something else I want to cover here. Uh, We're going to be giving away an American flag. This hour of the show, we're going to give away American flag. Stay tuned. We're going to teach you how and show you how, how uh, to do it. In fact, you can go to 866-870-5752. That's 866-870-5752 or 866-870-KRLA. And that's AM870, the answer's phone line. Call us directly. I think we'll take the first caller. First caller, get an American flag. You want to ask, ask a question? That's great. Uh, not required, but it'd be nice if you had a question just because... Uh, I don't know, could make the show a little bit more fun. Because we're going to spend taxpayer money anyway in this state, aren't we? We spent it to develop solar energy. We gave it to people. We give them money for their cars. We give them taxpayer money so that they're no longer going to pay gasoline tax. They're no longer going to pay for the roads. And all of these folks driving not only don't pay gasoline tax, but they actually get money back from the federal and state government. And then these same individuals, look, it's not a, look, you can drive a Prius or a Tesla. I think it's amazing. In fact, I've driven those cars. They're incredible. I'm not saying the vehicles are bad or even the technology. I'm saying government's involvement by picking winners and losers and going through will affect you. It will. It has to. Math is one plus one. Kevin Leon, aka change my name so that nobody else knows that I'm not truly the uh, Kevin DeLeon is now going to be running like Villaraigosa, right? Antonio Villaraigosa. Got in trouble, had to change his name, used his wife's name. Why? Because these folks are not about you. They are about themselves. They are about their own political agendas, not about you. It's incredible to me when you think about it. Because otherwise they would just know math. And what is math? It's very simple. Why could we, why did we have to give away solar energy, electricity that we've made, extra electricity we've made to the other states? Because we couldn't store it. In order to store electricity, you know this? In order to store electricity, you know what you have to do? You actually have to create hazardous materials, a hazmat situation, because the massive amount of batteries under current technology are hazmat. We have no way to dispose of them. So it creates a super fund, just like, an, a, 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 um, just like uh, some of that toxic waste that they just used to dump when they were building the, the planes, the big uh, industrial defense, industrial complex, when they poured all that stuff down, the, down the, the drain, if you will, or just on the side of the buildings. And today we're, we're spending billions of dollars to, to clean it up. You are basically creating the same thing when you go out under current technology and say, I'm going to store energy. So you can't. It's just not going to happen. Just not efficient. They're still working on it. Tesla is doing the best it can. In fact, Tesla is a pretty good system. In fact, if you pay attention to it, they, they, they're not bad. Not bad. But you, you still haven't answered the, uh-oh, what do we do with the old solar panels that are inefficient? Or what are we going to do with the batteries once we use them? And, and they're no longer. We want to get different batteries, right? What do we do with them? You can store oil. You can store coal. Just think from a business standpoint. If you said, oh, I've got a certain amount of product that we're going to produce, and at the end of producing this product, oh, we have a warehouse. Let's store it until the market comes back or until the prices come back up a little bit so we can drip it back into the market. We can produce it now when it's efficient, when when my labor costs are lower, when it costs less money to, to make the product. We can hold on to it. 
and then slowly put it into the system. Oil, natural gas, coal, nuclear. Turn it up, turn it down. Turn it up, turn it down. You can do that. But with solar energy, it's either on or it's off. And then it gets into the circle. Think of like this, this ever-going system, right? Electricity is dumped in. People are taking it out. Too much is there. Back it off. Put it more in. Put, back it off. March and April, we gave it away to the rest of the country, except Texas that has their own power grid. Texas says, we're not, we're not interested in playing that game. What do you do? The enormous, enormous environmental crisis that has to be created, that will be created, that will have to be treated like a hazardous material in order to store it. All right, number one, that's going to be a problem. State's going to have to answer that question, whether it's the free giveaways under solar rebates, right? Or whether it's this billion-dollar bullet train. Remember, it was supposed to be $30 billion, $60 billion, $70 billion at least, at least, and if that's all it is, you're going to think I'm, I'm lucky telling you that. You're lucky. Waste of money for this state. Where do you think these dollars will pass through? Do you think it just comes from air? Oh, great marketing campaign. Older people frolicking through daisies, right? Younger people happily married. Picnic out on an open field with the wave of grain and flowers and daffodils and children jumping and hopping and skipping, smiling, of course, beautiful children. Not, not, they wouldn't have you know, anything but the best, right? And they advertise and they say, say yes on measure whatever. And now you just bought yourself a bullet train. Where do you think those dollars are paid off? How do you think they're paid off? They're going to be paid off by your money. So they're going to have to raise taxes. So who do you think has, to, has the money? It's you, the retiree. And you're going to say, no, because I'm not working anymore. I'm going to be retired. So my taxes are much more manageable until, until they change the tax system. Because the only ones with money, it's not the 26-year-old that sleeps on your couch who works part-time, plays video games till two in the morning. They're, they don't have any cash. You guys, it's your pension. It's your retirement accounts. You're the one with the money and you don't take a job. So you're the best of all worlds. You put money into the system and you don't take a job out of the system. So if you don't plan your retirement properly, income-wise, I can tell you what, listen, I've been speaking on this stuff professionally since 1996, casually since 1987, talking to people and saying, uh, look, here's the, the, you know, the sky is falling. I remember when I started, the pension system was $5 billion underfunded, $5 billion. And I was the guy that sat around and I said, hey, it's $5 billion underfunded. My gosh, you guys, this is horrible. It's crazy. It's going to cost lots of money. What is it today? What is it today? $200 billion. In 21 years, $200 billion. Where do you think that money is going to come from. Because people that work here are service jobs. There's going to be some, but if you can afford to take your small or medium-sized business, in other words, you're making money, if you can afford to, to, to be here, you could also afford to leave. Just like Hollywood movie stars, you understand most of them don't have residence in California. They have their vacation property, their second property in California, in Beverly Hills, But their place of residence is Nevada, Texas, Florida, Tennessee, Wyoming, Washington. What's the difference? Oh, (laughs) by the way, they don't have the 13% tax. So they get to make the money. They get to drive a car that's not registered to them. It's registered to their corporation. And they drive it all around California. It looks like a California license plate. You see them. But, you know, when are you going to ask for their driver's license, which says Florida? Nevada, Washington, Texas. What would you do? That would be nice if you could afford to do that. Live here, pay taxes there, which is nothing. Live through layers of corporations. Rich people make the rules, folks. You understand that. I'm saying this because nobody is thinking about you. 
You're the one who's going to retire with a million or two million or five million, whatever the number is, in your pension, your retirement account, and say, okay, give me a monthly check. And that $70 billion plus bullet train paid Dianne Feinstein's husband $100 million. Before one shovel went into the ground, Dianne Feinstein's husband received $100 million. Well, Eric, he owns a company that is designed for the process of surveying. Great. How about saying, you know what? It just, just is going to look yucky. It just doesn't seem right. So we're not going to let Diane Feinstein's husband, listen, sir, you certainly can. It's a legal, you know, it's a free country. You can bid on it. But, you know, Diane, we think you, you, you should, ju- Senator, you should probably just not go down that road. It just seems a little yucky. But instead, they had the nerve, the gall to think, ah, it's no big deal. You're too, let them eat cake. You are too busy going to work complaining about this, whining about that, looking forward to the, to the next greatest holiday weekend. But meanwhile, they are picking your pockets from behind the scenes, both in Sacramento and in D.C., like nobody's business. It's a simple math problem. How about this? The massive pension giveaways from the politicians using state taxpayer money, that's you, using your money, to the unions. Listen, I was a union representative Shop foreman, you might call it. Shop steward, right? The, the person who represented went to the union meetings, came back. I did that for many years. I sat on the subcommittee of the pensions for the Los Angeles Police Department, just to the, the union, the negotiating deal. I walked in. I was the only one on our side with a calculator. On the other side was Harvard MBAs that were 26 years old, and these young men and women were sharp as a tack, man. And they shifted funds around and they did some negotiation, funny business. And at the end of the conversation, we sat there and I went, wait a second, this system is not, this isn't a, an honest system. And so now you have pensions through the, through the unions, public employee unions, which is almost an oxymoron. How is it okay for you to approve your own pay raise? Because that's what the pension, that's what the unions do. They pay the politicians who vote for their own pay raises so they get more money, comes back into their pocket so they can pay the politicians so it goes into their pocket, comes back around. Do you not see the system? And instead of, uh, okay, let's say we said we need the people to work in these fields because that's what it used to be like. It used to be if you were a teacher, uh, a sanitation worker, if you were a police officer or firefighter, it used to be that they said, well, checking my watch here, at least you can have a pension someday. You could retire in 20, 25, 30 years. Guaranteed, you're not going to get fired unless you punch your boss. Okay. You're going to get health care benefits. We have to give you something. So we'll give you health insurance and we'll give you a pension because we can't give you any pay because you're a public employee. There just isn't that much money. Okay, fine. Today... If you work in those industries, you're the one that's getting all the money. Massive amounts of pensions. Now listen, individuals, right? Fine, you're a great person. I expect you to work hard. I want you to. But why is it okay that an educator works eight months, eight and a half months out of the year? Oh, Arif, she takes work home. Raise your hand if you don't take work home. Oh, Arif, you know, it's hard work. I get it. It is hard work. Every... A job is hard work. But, but you can't... And look, if we had all the money, I would give everybody a pay raise. If I was king for a day, for sure, all of you get more money. My gosh, you're molding the minds of young people. You're, you're putting out fires when everybody's running one direction, you're running in to, to save lives. You are uh, police officers going in and rescuing people. My gosh, that's, there isn't anything more brave or bold about that. What I'm saying is not the nobility of the work. I'm saying the mathematics of the payment. We just don't have the money. Look at the state. Billions of dollars upside down. That means we, we're spending this up here and we're earning this down here. So we borrow bonds. We borrow. Give us more money. And then we create this phony bullet train 
We need a bullet train to get to San Francisco and Sacramento. Really? Is there really that much of a, of a rush for people to go, oh, I can't wait to get there. It's too bad we don't have a bullet train. The $46 one-way flight with Southwest, uh, that's, just, that's just eating me alive. Really? Is there that much of a need? Like we look around and we say, well, water storage, nah, we don't need that. Um, better roads and bridges, mm, no. Bullet train, <laughs> that's where it's at. You have to get a bullet train. We need it. We need it. So while you're working through these, through these things and, and you look at it and you say, how are they going to solve this? Here's what I recommend. Right? I've been speaking on this for 20 plus years. Here's what I recommend. The only way you're going to solve this problem is they're going to have to take probably 12 to 15% of your pay. Yeah, for your own pension. I know you don't want to hear that. It's a lot of money, you guys. That's number one. Number two is they're going to have to extend the time before you can retire. I know it, it's horrible. Who wants to do that? But instead of 55, it's going to have to be 57 or 60. Uh, you're just living too long. And the third thing they're going to have to do is cap your cost of living. Now, they already do that with some of the city public pensions for LA City. They cap it at 3% and they have a banking system. What that means is this year, cost of living is 2%. You could get two if they vote on it. Next year, cost of living is 4%. They only give you three. So they take one and they put it off in this imaginary bank as if it exists. And then the next time that it's below three, they reserve the right, the privilege of taking that one and adding it to your payment and saying, listen, this year cost of living was only 1%. We're going to give you another one from the bank. So you'll get two. The problem is if you get three, four, five years of cost of living of greater than 3%, four, five, or six, in other words, the massive inflation that we had in the late 70s, your pension is over. It'll take almost forever for that to catch up in, in the value. So you have to supplement with your own retirement money. You have to supplement with your own account, your 401k, your 457, your 403b if you're a teacher, right? It's just all it is is where it's found in the IRS code. And if you don't, you're going to be the person that sits there and says, well, I worked my whole life. I got a pension. And when I retired, it seems like I had extra money. I could travel. I could do whatever I wanted. But today, barely enough to live. Today, it barely pays for my electric bill. I had to do a reverse mortgage. I had to work part-time. Today, tough work. So consider this, you guys. You have to figure out a way. Folks, if you don't figure out a way to take care of yourself, you're going to have a problem. So who do you trust? Look, it would be my privilege to work with you. It'd be an honor. But if we're not right for you, that's okay. There's some really good folks out there, guys and gals in our industry who know what they're doing, who have the right priorities, who build the right financial I don't want to even say plans because sometimes it's not even that complicated, but the right financial scenarios for you. And when you pay a fee, make sure you get what you bought. Very simple. You would do that everywhere else. You go, oh, I'm going to go, go buy a car today. I'm going to buy the top of the line LX model. And you walk in and you get the base model. It doesn't even have a radio. Remember those? All plastic interior, cloth. You're like, but wait a second. I paid for the LX model. Why am I getting the the base model. You drive away and go, well, I guess that's what I got. But so many of you have financial accounts where you are paying massive fees. Let me tell you a story about somebody who came in this last week. Folks, it's just incredible. You don't even realize how bad it is. Ready? Walks into my office. Eric, I think I have one of those accounts that you talked about on the radio. Okay, let's take a look. We take a look at it. 400,000 change, 400 something. I said, great. Do you have other monies? Yep. Do you have money for emergencies? Yep. So what is the purpose of this money? Right? That's the question. When, whenever you have a retirement account, whenever you have a dollar, a dollar in your pocket, it's the purpose of the money. That's the, that's the value. That's what you're looking at. What is the purpose? Because every dollar has a job. And the job that it has has to be to design something for you. The $20 in your purse or your pocket, lunch today. The 100000 sitting in your retirement account, give me monthly so I can have lunch when I retire, right? 
One is long-term, one is short-term. Hey, what about the, the 50000 in my savings account? Well, that money is sitting there in case you need a new roof on the house or your car needs new tires so you don't go into debt, right? Do you understand? They all have different jobs. It might look the same. A dollar bill is a dollar bill, but they have different jobs. So when $1,000, we looked at it and I said, well, what's the purpose of this money? He said, Eric, probably in 10 years or so, I'm going to want to, uh, I've had it for about 10 years and I want to, another 10 years from now, I think I want it to, to uh, you know, provide income for me and my wife. I said, all right. How long have you had it? 10 years, all right? So when we looked at it, the 400000 he had made about $100,000 in 10 years. Not great, but not bad, right? There's been some good years and bad years. At least it's up. But 300000 became four hundred. Are you ready for his fees in 10 years? His fees were somewhere in the neighborhood, because you can't get it exact. We can come pretty darn close. His fees were somewhere in the neighborhood of $60,000, Broker and financial world made 60, he made 100. Now you might say, well, great. Hey, at least he made 100. I might say, wait a second, who worked for that money to begin with? Your broker was in elementary school. Why does he deserve to make more money than you do? Incredible. Hey, folks, stay tuned because the second hour of the program, we're going to be giving away an American flag. Give us a call at 866-870-5752. That's 866-870-KRLA. You're one of the callers. You get a flag. Welcome to the Total Financial Hour on AM870, The Answer. All right, folks, we are back. The Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Halby on AM870, The Answer. Your place for news, talk, and information. That's right here on AM870. Thanks for joining us, giving up a little bit of your weekend to learn a little bit, helping you uh, hopefully get out of debt, manage money, plan for your retirement. A lot of people say, Eric, wouldn't you say get out of debt? What does that mean? Look, one of the biggest mistakes we see when people go to retirement and when they are in retirement is that they are, are uh, consistently getting into debt, getting in over their head, trying to figure out why and how to keep themselves from making big financial mistakes. It's because, they, oh, I, I can work overtime. Oh, I'll go work a second job. But when you are retired, those things are not as easy, right? It doesn't happen the same. So kind of keep in mind that the objective when you retire is to live within your means. So I want you to do a practice retirement. That means whatever your retirement income is going to be, a little bit less, great, a little bit more, do the math. Oh, I'm not going to be driving as much, or I don't have to pay for dry cleaning, or I'm not going to be eating lunches out. Okay, you can take that away. But when you are working through that practice retirement, you could say, here's what it's going to take for me to live. So let's say it's $1,000 less per month that you would be making between retirement and not. You just take that 1000 as if you are playing retirement and just put it off to the side. Put it into a savings account and live for three months. Were you able to enjoy your life? do whatever kind of uh, extracurricular activities, travel, bowl, whatever it is that you wanted to do, were you able to to not get into debt? In other words, whatever you wanted to do did not increase your debt. It just came from your income. If you were able to do all of those things through the practice retirement, then great. Then you can now officially retire. Then your life becomes great when you retire. It's kind of a sideways move as opposed to uh, a client we had who's, who was a principal, I think I've mentioned this once before in the air, uh, was a principal. He was earning $8,000 a year, newer in the industry. And I said, okay, great. He said, my pension is $4,000, uh, $8,000 a month, sorry, $8,000 a month. His pension was $4,000 a month. And he said, okay, I'm going to be retiring and, and I, I need the extra $4,000. I said, well, how much do you spend? He said, all $8,000. Okay, so that means it's not a side, it's a sideways move, but we have to make up the difference. How much do you have in your retirement account? He says, well, I have $50,000. I said, 50000 Just do the math. Divide that's a year. After a year, you, you're out of money. So we need to do other things. Are you going to be reducing your expenses? Yes, but not by much. Are you going to be giving up you know, a car for, you know, maybe you don't need the second car, so the insurance and the car payment? Nope, nope, we're keeping everything. I said, well, here's the the bad news. You are going to go back to work. You are going to be stuck financially. So what he had to do, it's kind of sad, is I I said, look, there's nothing we can help you with on that retirement account. You don't have a savings bucket. You don't have uh, a plan that that is going to make sense that we would feel comfortable being a part of. Uh, 
did it with all due respect. We were certainly not mean. I said, hey, we are here if you have questions, but my recommendation is you're going to have to work for a, long, uh, a little longer. Nope, I'm retiring. So he retired in June. By one year, he was out of money, and he was substitute teaching, making much less than he was when he was working full-time. So I understand people want to leave your job, but, but pay attention to the numbers. If the numbers work, my, by all means, go and do it. By all means. But remember this. If you're going to stay in the state of California, you have to realize how upside down, and yes, folks, I'm going to use the word corrupt, Sacramento is. It is a one-party state. Look at the crazy things that are coming out of there. Giving people, uh, letting felons in the state prison system vote. Now, you might say, well, there's, you know, technically, and okay, but look at the pattern of behavior, letting people out early, giving them a slap on the wrist for, for significant crimes. Look, when I was a Los Angeles police officer, we arrested somebody. Sometimes we could only convict them on a small charge because witnesses were intimidated, because people didn't testify, because folks were afraid, because the evidence just wasn't enough. We knew it, but we just had to get it past a jury. We couldn't, so we, right? You don't phony up stuff. A person gets off. So they got convicted on a much smaller charge, even though we knew that this guy was an attempt murder suspect, even though we knew this person was a criminal and abusive to his wife. We knew it. Everybody knew it. And when the judge goes to sentence, the judge knew it, during sentencing, the sentencing hearing, and would say, you know what, based on all the restraining orders and the other issue, yes, we're going to convict you of this lower crime, but we're going to give you the max sentence that I can within that crime. Governor and the Democrats in the state of California say, nah, never mind. Judge, I know you were intimately involved with the case. You heard both sides. You no longer have the privilege, uh, sorry, it's called a right, of making the sentencing. We in almighty very wealthy, very successful up here in Sacramento, the power capital of the world, we are going to make that decision. Folks, there are people that are corrupt through every layer of government, every industry. I understand that, right? I understand that. We just had an a, um, expert witness case that I was a part of, busted this guy. Well, I don't want to say busted like the old police days, but, but the, the case was one day one in arbitration, why? Very simple. When we did our research, we found a couple of things. Number one, the guy's license was just a little bit phony. Something was wrong. In other words, he was doing business in the state of California and he was not licensed for another month. Huh. Interesting. It was only $2.2 million. As if the person writing the check was just going to go, one day they're going to cash my check. Because this, this person and this company, a very large company, if I said the three... Uh, words, you would know initials, you would know who they are. And they took his money. And after, oh, about six, eight weeks, finally, they cashed the check. He's like, Oh, my gosh, what happened to my money? Because he was not licensed to transact business in California. So what I'm what I'm sharing with you is even if it's a large company, even if they have a radio show, I don't care if they have a television show, putting the fox inside the hen house, where you are watching the people who are could and potentially lose your money. When they go out, in this recent case, another one, separate one, and took, hold on to your, your seat, took the forms, whited out the date, put in a new date, forged the forms, resubmitted it so he could generate a few more dollars in commission few more dollars in commission in his pocket. Forged forms. And the son of a gun is still allowed to practice after five years. Oh, we're going to spank him for five years. Okay. Now what? Oh, now he's back out and about. How do you check these two people out? The one that I just talked about in the expert witness case and this one I'm talking about where there was a little bit of uh, funny business. I call it funny business. You can call it what you want. A misunderstanding each time. Each time it was a misunderstanding. The 10 clients that came in where I whited out, mm, I just didn't understand. I thought I could. Well, whatever, buddy. Whatever. Be very careful. You go to the California Department of Insurance website. California Department of Insurance website. Type in the name of the financial professional that you want to work with. 
In California, there's two ways, in the United States, I should say, there are two ways to put money into the U.S. economy and out of the U.S. economy. If you are putting money into the U.S. economy or out of the economy, you can only go through a bank or an insurance company. Now, today, the brokerage firms kind of fit in there too, but originally it was set up so banks put money in or banks took money out. Deposits and loans. Insurance companies took money in, premiums, put money out, claims, and annuities. A fixed indexed annuity is what we do. That's the safety part of our program. Now, when I say that, what does that mean? It's very simple, you guys. You want an expert in safety, protecting your principal. That's what our objective is. We do not risk your money. There are great guys out there who can risk your money, make you a reasonable return. Yes, they're going to charge a fee. Fine. We will not do that. Why? Because I think you need an expert in that field to be an expert in that field. Recently, we had somebody came to to our office and he said, well, you know, Arif, I'm done working. I'm retired early. I'm going to want to keep some of my money safe and protected. We said, okay, uh, what is it you're looking at? He said, well, here's the challenge. The challenge is I'm paying fees on all of this money but I'm only getting, I only need a little bit of it. I said, all right, well, let's take a look, see what you're doing. We looked at the amount. He was taking out $3,000 a month to live on. Okay, great, $3,000 a month. The brokerage fees were nearly $1,500 a month. It was like $1,480. $1,480 a month in fees to receive, and he's taking out $3,000 a month. Now, you might say, well, at least the assets are growing. Mm, No. One step forward, one step back. Three steps forward, one step back. They might make a little bit. But explain to me why a broker who was probably in diapers when this guy was making his money gets the same privilege or 50% of it of earning the money off of that. Doesn't it make sense to protect some or part of your money in a safe place? So just make sure that if you're working with a team of people, that you have a safety person and you have a risk person and you have somebody who's over here who says, I am also going to be protecting you know, health insurance, right? You need somebody for each one of those areas. If anybody tells you, I'm an expert in everything, use that instinct, that, that gut instinct, right? That gut instinct that says, hmm, I don't think you're probably an expert at anything. Because for you to be good at something, you have to be good at something. It takes time. You can't be great at everything. Here's something I want you to know about. In retirement, you're going to have to be changing your habits. Because you are going to end up having to pay, I think, a much greater amount of taxes. In case you're you're unsure about the trust and respect for the state of California legislators and then this one-party state, recently, somewhere around 3,000 extra, extra Caltrans employees, duplicate jobs, three people to do two people's job, right? Extra people, 3,000. The state pays more people to do duplicate jobs for the, for the Caltrans system. And when Democrat leadership was made aware of this, they said, we can save money, folks. We can save money. We can reduce taxes. Now, they don't want to hear reduce taxes. They, they want to hear save money so I can spend it somewhere else. So they went through this. And here's what happened. When the public union spoke out, they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's 3,000 less people paying dues. So why is that okay? So, Mr. DeLeon, And others in leadership said, well, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We don't think that's a wise move because the public unions give money. I I don't know. Something tells me that that the public union system is probably, probably probably not a good thing for the state. And I hesitate because I was part of one for a long time. But if I am the same, or, or at least don't let them give money to politicians, because if, if I can give money to my boss, and my boss controls my pay raise, but he's giving somebody else's money to give to me, does that seem okay? State of California, what's going to be left? Few large employers, the state system, University of California system, Cal State system, 
those guys will be here, and the property. I think in order for the state of California to continue to operate, it will have to raise property taxes because that's the only thing that you cannot take out of the state. You can take jobs. You can take the person who no longer has a job. You can take his pension. You can take her 401k plan. You can move those, live in another state, come back and visit. That's fine. But I think the thing that's left behind to cover and pay for all of these skyrocketing benefits is real estate, your building, your home, I think that's the only way they're going to fix the system on their side. It will hurt the state of California by no business because what will happen? Same thing after 1990, right? Remember the Real Estate Trust Corporation under the the Reagan administration and the George Bush administration at the end? They said, we're going to get rid of, uh, we're going to have to absorb all of this loss, right? Because all of the real estate, if you guys don't remember that, it was a big real estate crash in the early 90s. When that happened, The government was brilliant. And George Bush 1 was criticized beyond belief. It turned out to be a brilliant move. And it set us up for the greatest growth in this nation in the 90s that Bill Clinton took credit for. But it was under George Bush 1 administration. It was the RTC, Real Estate Trust Corporation. All of the savings and loans went out of business. All of these dollars were dumped through the, the, the real estate was dumped on the system. And the government said, we're going to pick it up, we're going to manage it, we're going to become a property management, and we're going to slowly, we're going to fill up the buildings with renters, below rent, below market, but we're going to fill it up, and then we're going to slowly raise rent, and we're going to sell the buildings. And the taxpayers actually made all of their money back, and then some. Brilliant move. Because real estate was the only answer back then. Here, it's going to be the only answer to pay for this corrupt system in this state. Because nobody wants to shut it down. Your retirement account, in my opinion, is going to be taxed more than you ever thought it would be. When you started saving, you said, well, at least I'll be in a lower tax bracket when I retire. My contention is that's probably, for many of you, not going to be the case. I think what's going to happen instead is I think they're going to have to raise taxes on your... So you're going to say, ah, I have a daughter who lives in Seattle, a son that lives in Houston, I'm going to move. I think people do. They say, I'm out of here. Tell you what I want you to do. When you give us a call, we can tell you. I can do a three-way call. You can come to one of our offices. We have an office in Glendale, Simi Valley, uh, Antelope Valley, and the Santa Clarita Valley. Okay? Four offices. You come to our office. We will take a look at your statement. We can see, are you paying fees that you didn't know about, number one? And are you getting what you paid for? If you're receiving what you expect, go for it. Keep it. The problem I have is that people are never even informed of what they're paying. They're never even told about the tricks, about the fees. Oh, Arif, I'm paying $35 a year. Arif, my broker says I'm paying 1%. Okay, what's the name of the company that you're working with? Jackson National, Prudential, MetLife. It's a variable annuity. I go, you're not paying 1%. You're just not. It might be a great program for you, but at least know what it is. And ask yourself, Either your broker isn't telling you the truth because they don't want you to know, or they're ignorant. They actually think that, and they don't even know the program that they offered and sold to you and are supposed to, quote, be managing. Either way, it's not a positive scenario for you. When you come into the office, we will make a phone call. I can tell you in 15 minutes, can we help you or not? Here's what you have. Would you like to see choices? Yes? Great. If not, no problem. And the only reason it might take 10 or 15 minutes, maybe five minutes longer, is because sometimes we're on hold with the companies. We can help you. 800-990-7344. That's our office phone number. 800-990-7344. Okay, when you call our office, we'll set up a time. We can meet. Sometimes folks go, I just want to talk to you on the phone, see if you're right for me. No problem. You have a private question, I'm here for you at 800-990-7344. But here, if you're interested in in getting the American flag, you got to give us a call here on the station at 866-870-5752. It is an embroidered American flag, nylon, made in the United States, the only ones we do. Made in the United States, three feet by five feet. Beautiful flag. Total Financial Solutions is our company. We're the ones that are offering it. Why? Because I just, look... I have a few extra because we give them away to our clients every once in a while. 
I thought, wouldn't it be great with all this craziness on the American flag that we tell you how much it matters to us and we give it away? I think that's kind of cool. So we said, let's do it. Okay, here's the solution. Ready? The solution is is very simple. When you are retiring, you are taking assets, which is the chunks of money, and it has to turn into income. Because while you are working, your food, shelter, clothing comes from your job. Okay? Food, shelter, clothing, your expenses, your monthly expenses all come from your job. The other side of it, your assets could go up and down in value. You put money in, you're buying more when it's lower, buying less when it's higher. You're building your, your net worth. Now when you retire, you receive maybe social security, maybe a small pension, whatever it might be. But the chunks of money that you have are supposed to give you that monthly paycheck. Hey, give me money each and every month. Thank you. The dollars that you receive each and every month come from the assets, the chunks of money that you have built up. So if you are not in a position to protect that, then when, not if, when it drops in value, you better understand that you cannot go to the grocery store and say, hey, listen, um, you know, my retirement accounts went down in value. They went down in value. And so I'm going to need a 20% discount on everything I'm going to buy until they come back up. You got to do that with your electric bill, your water bill. Oh, oh, wait, don't forget to do it with your mortgage or property tax bill because that's going to be going up, remember? So you have to have a plan B that says, I cannot afford to have my retirement account drop in value from 500000 down to two fifty. If your retirement account drops, think of it like this. This is a fun little math problem. If your retirement account drops from five hundred down to two fifty, how long do you think it will take to make that money back? Well, Eric, I lost fifty percent. Don't I just have to gain fifty percent? <laughs> Common core, my friends. Here's the new math. <laughs> Very simple. If you have two hundred and fifty thousand, the only way to get back to five hundred is to have a one hundred percent increase. You, in other words. You lost half, but you have to double it just to get back where you were. But don't worry, your broker charged a fee that entire time. Don't worry, Wall Street is always going to make a profit. So how do you make sure that you don't go backwards? You do it in a couple of ways. Number one is you take a portion, whatever that number is, half, two-thirds, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Take something, you put it safe. You say, here's what I'm going to need to, to not go backwards, to not lose money. I'm not interested in paying hidden fees on this. Let's just put it aside. I'm going to earn reasonable rates of return, three, four, five, six, on average. Some years zero, some years 10. On average, three to six is what we say. Over time, great. That account grows. As it grows and as you're earning, you say, now send me a check. As long as you're pulling out less than 10% per year after the first year, you do not pay a fee. You do not pay a surrender charge. If you are 59 and a half or older, you pay zero fees, you'll still pay tax. If it's a taxable account, you're still going to pay tax. Don't get me wrong, right? You can't take a, a 401k and turn it into tax-free money. That's, that's magical. Puff the magic dragon, right? It doesn't work here. Maybe someday in California, they'll figure out that math, but right now we don't. So we've got to go backwards and say, we have saved up, we've worked our life, we've put money together. How do we find an advisor or financial professional uh, that we can trust? If you're going to be buying stocks, bonds, mutual funds, risk investments, then you go to FINRA, F-I-N-R-A. You go to FINRA. They regulate those folks. If you want stocks, bonds, mutual funds, that's how you check them out. Broker check at FINRA, whatever it might be. If you're going to be buying safer money options, uh, CDs in banks, you go to a bank, check out their ratings. If you're going to be buying fixed indexed annuities or fixed annuities or monthly or or income annuities, things that do not go backwards, then you go to the Department of Insurance. The Department of Insurance regulates and manages. You put in the name of the broker. As you put in the name of the broker, they will tell you, here's the broker, here's the person, here's the problems they had, here's how the guy phonied up uh, names. Here's how he abused seniors. Here's how he whited out dates. 
put all that together for five years was suspended and in July was put back. For example, that's how you find out. You say, do I want to work with this person? Do I trust this person? Ask for referrals. Contact the people whose name. They put the name of the people. If you, if you violated some rules or laws, they've put the name of the person there. Contact them and say, hey, would you, this guy says sorry. Would you work with them again? You can check it out. Be very careful, okay? That's how you check us out. And then after all it's said and done, you need to make sure you have income solutions that do not charge a fee. Wall Street built its entire reputation on your account values going up because you were putting money in each and every year. So that's how they made a pay raise every year. Whether they made you money or not, you were adding money to the accounts. That's what increased their pay. But when you are going to retire and you're going to be pulling money out, those account values drop because you're taking money out. You're no longer adding. They are now exposed. Here I am. Did I make you more money than I took out? If I did, great. If I didn't, it's very evident. You want to protect yourself? You want to protect your family? You need to go to Total Financial Solutions. We can help. If we can help you, we'll tell you. We'll tell you very quickly. 800-990-7344. Thanks for joining us this hour of the program, the Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Hallaby on AM870, The Answer. The Total Financial Hour, featuring Arif Halaby, president of Total Financial Solutions, designing higher income strategies with a conservative approach. Protecting your principal and your earnings while getting you reasonable gains and reliable income, making you confident of your retirement income planning. Arif Halaby has your answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.